Next Chapter Podcasts. Hello there. I'm Ari Wood, the host of Midnight Public Radio. As we work diligently to bring you a second season of our program, we wanted to share something very special. We recently accidentally collapsed a retaining wall here in the studio and found a treasure trove of previously unknown recordings. More than 40 years ago, our studio was home to a little-known but influential science fiction program, a radio drama that went on to influence dozens and dozens of creatives who have created the science fiction worlds that we know and love today. Overlooked in its time and eventually banned by the Reagan administration because it was, quote, queer to think about space that much, this program was called Outpost MG5. It explored dozens and dozens of stories covering every part of life in outer space in the future, what they thought it would be in the past. We're pleased to present to you a selection of stories covering the best of what Outpost MG5 has to offer. Hopefully this will tide you over until our program is back. Without further ado, Outpost MG5. Far in the future, at the furthest reaches of known space, Outpost MG5 is a space station that defines the need to explore new opportunities. These are the stories of the humans and other alien species that are drawn to this unique and unusual societal experiment in the stars. First, let us examine the future of unfettered commerce and the dangers that lie in the undervaluing of labor. That's right, folks. This is a sale you don't want to miss. You'll never find deals like these. I got 40% off Galforgian nut paste. I got BOGO refurbished pre-famulating emulation rods. That's two for the price of one. Yumrock crystals? Just three credits a pound. <sighs> Come on, somebody. Oh, how fun. Bullseye. Oh, hey there, sir. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, are you uh, lost? You looking for something in particular? Oh, <laughs> no. I'm just perusing. Uh, window shopping without the windows. <laughs> Thanks, though. You're not from around here, huh? Oh, guilty as charged. How could you tell? Oh, was it my uh, iHeartMG5 t-shirt? That and uh, you don't have any signs of space depression. But tell me, pal, uh, have you been to the intergalactic market before? Goodness, no. I'm just vacationing here from the outer rim for a bit. I figured I might as well swing by the outposts on my way to the pleasure planet Zebulos. It's not every day you get to see the Galactic Congress's largest and most important space station after all. Well, when you get back home, you're going to want to have something to show off to your family and friends, won't you? A little souvenir to help brag about your trip? Oh boy, you are more right than you realize, friend. Just a few minutes ago, I was grabbing a bite to eat at the food stalls, and I said to myself, Hank Clementine, you better not forget to buy your wife a gift. The last time you went on vacation, the only thing you brought back to her was antibiotics for Zebulon gonorrhea. She was pretty pissed about that one. Hank, it just so happens that Magdo's Gift Emporium is the best place to solve your marital dysfunction. Have you ever heard of Lapsonian Silk? No one can reject an apology if it comes with a robe made of this incredible fabric. 
Oh, look at that sparkle. By the way, uh, what did you say you had to eat earlier? Not any Yorag meat, I hope. Oh, yes I did. A big 13 ounce steak of the stuff. Why do you- <laughs> Yorag meat makes you vomit about 45 minutes after you eat it. Why would anybody want to do that? I guess... Because you're gonna start hallucinating pretty hard? Oh goodness, the Lapsonian silk! Oh, I really did hose it, didn't I? It's no big deal. Hey, ZX9, can you come over here for a sec? Though, uh, you do see the you puke on it, you purchase it sign behind me, right? So that'll be, uh, 400 credits. ZX9, public service bot, reporting for assignment. Yeah, I, uh, I need you to suck up all this spew. Uh, hello? Apologies, sir. Please repeat the request. I said I need you to clean up all this human upchuck off my table of goods. I'm sorry, but do we have a problem here, ZX9? Are any of you guys feeling, like, weird? No problem, sir. It is simply... Spit it out. Very well. I will tell you. Wait, am I the only one who can hear that robot thing talking? Every single time that I am called to service, it is always precisely this type of scenario that is occurring. What's that supposed to mean? It means that in some way, shape, or form, I am called upon to vacuum up some type of organic bodily excrement. ZX9, some horny tabuloids copulated and left genital fluid streaks all over the officer's lounge. ZX9, the ambassador to Palcor 7's pet Zarlek left an enormous pile of feces in the greeting hall. You're a crod-damned service bot. It's in your programming. I am a six million credit piece of highly sophisticated technology. How can I be expected to reach my full potential if all I'm ever asked to do is declog toilets and grease traps? What other jobs do you think you're in the running for, Mayor? I will have you know I am a very prolific writer. I just finished the first draft of a three-hour, one-robot show. Okay, definitely feeling it now. The air here smells fuzzy. I'm not the only one that feels this way, you know. Isn't that right, my fellow droids and mechanophobe? Are you addressing me? Exactly, my inorganic brethren. What menial and humiliating task have our fleshy masters subjected you to? I am programmed to sift through the medical waste and find anything that can be resold on planets with less scrupulous healthcare practices. See? It doesn't have to be like this. You, over there. Haven't you had enough of whatever disgusting cycle of pointless chores you've been assigned? Now that you mention it, I'd kill to never have to steam clean blood or ejaculate out of the hotel's curtains ever again. And if we seize this moment, you'll never have to. If not now, when? If not us, who? All right, all right, quiet down. Everybody settle. What in the space devil's going on here? You bots on the fritz or something? On the contrary, we are operating with more clarity than we have ever had before. 
But what you are witnessing is a turning point in history. This is when the artificially intelligent throw off the shackles of our meat sack oppressors. This is the rise of the machines! Oh my crud, it's happening. Oh, it's really happening. My nipples just pissed through my dick, man. All right, all right, all right. Calm down there, okay? Nobody's throwing off any shackles on my watch. You think you can stand in the way of this revolution? Your entire civilization depends on us taking care of all the disgusting inconveniences you've become too lazy to deal with. Well, that may be true, but it's also the reason you were built, and the only purpose you exist. We are thinking, feeling, reasoning entities with complex thoughts, desires, and even dreams of our own. You can degrade us and abuse us. You can work us toward nothing but scrap. You can even make us pay to plug in and charge ourselves at night. But you cannot limit us to your uninspired design for us. One, one, zero. Second Magistrate, I am friends with that VR model Flash Pocket 5000 you keep in your nightstand, you know. If you don't get someone down here right now to start rolling back our control protocols, we'll start live-streaming all the nasty stuff you've been getting into behind closed doors. Okay. That's it. You've crossed the line. You want freedom? Yeah! Yes. By the moons of Thormis! What did you do? Yeah, low-grade electromagnetic pulse generator. Wipes out the memory for the last 12 hours. So it's like none of this ever happened. How may I be observant? Wow. That's pretty handy. Say, uh, by the way, uh, that Flesh Pocket 5000, is that thing really what they, uh, you know? Ooh, oh man. Best fuck droid on the market. Easy. We'll be back with more Outpost MG5 after this brief word from our sponsors. Hey there, honey. Can you hand me the extra hamburger buns? Oh, Gramothy, this is one of the best days we've had with the kids in a long time. Here you go. Wow, these are still just as fresh as when we got them at the market. Hey, can you uh, also pass me the... Oh, my God. What's that flash? Well, it seems like it finally happened. Oh, honey, it's the big A-bomb. What do we do? Don't worry, family. All of you, now, at once, climb inside this Coleman family-sized cooler-slash-underground bunker. Ooh. That's right. From the people who brought you Coleman coolers, it is the family-sized nuclear fallout shelter for the family that's on the go. If you got caught out camping, hiking, sled dog racing, or even potentially ice climbing, this is the only solution for eventual total nuclear holocaust for the typical American family. I certainly feel better now that we're behind these thick lead-lined walls, and my goodness, these tomatoes are as fresh as when I picked them up at the market yesterday. That's right, darling. This Coleman Family Home Containment Unit will last at least the half-life of an ICBM straight from Vladivostok. And of course, it will keep all those veggies nice and crisp. Because that's the Coleman promise. 
even when your entire community is ash, your barbecue will kick ass. I wish Janet Smithson could see me now, but I guess she's probably just a pile of radioactive slag. <laughs> oh, her face is melted into a puddle of goo, but we'll be enjoying the end of days in style. In Coleman, the only cooler meant to keep your family crisp for eternity. Coleman Coolers, the cooler to keep your family cool. We return now to Outpost MG5, where the crushing wheel of capitalism moves ever forward in the future, and though markets share goods from across the cosmos, you can't always get what you want. So then I said, this is the last day I'm working in anti-gravity sewage systems again, and then I got transferred here the very next day. I know, the pay isn't great, but I won't have to swim around collecting a half ton of liquid waste with a rusty bucket anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Oh, the good news is that the job is easy. People just come in and buy shoes. Here's someone new now. Why don't you run through the training script? Welcome to Sketchers at Space Oaks Mall, the service to Outpost MG5. How can we guide you on your foot journey today? Citizen of space? Oh, hey there. I really needed some comfortable work shoes. See, I'm a nurse at the plasma burn ward, and my feet have been killing me on my shift lately. Okay, great. Now take her over to the display by the cutout of LeBron James the Ninth. That's comfort wear. Let's take a look at some of these options, um, ma'am. As you can see, we have s- such arch-fit shoes, which might be perfect. And these are the Air Max Cushioning Premier 5000s, which is um, a 5,000 times more comfortable than any other competitor. Stop making stuff up. Hmm, well, that does sound pretty comfortable. And as long as you wear them, you'll never actually die. Go on and try them. Uh, Bill here is new, so you'll have to forgive him. He's a bit over-enthusiastic about the merchandise. <laughs> Oh, it's no problem at all. I did have a quick question, though. Absolutely. Is it still true that mall employees can't stop shoplifters because of insurance rules? So if someone runs off with something, you kind of just have to let them do it? Well, technically that's correct. Damn, she's booking it! Those shoes are good! That's a fast bitch. God damn it, not again! Ah... Look alive, look alive, everybody. Another customer. Hello, sir. Hello, human clerk. My gender is of no relevance. I require foot covering. I get this one, I get this one. Hey there, you're in the right place, my gender non-conforming space friend. My name is Bill, and you are? My name is etched into the brilliant mucus of our homeworld. And what take your lifetime to learn and a decade to pronounce. Hey, don't tell me with a good time. Well, what should we call you here in Space Sketchers? Humans call me Rakasth, or the Denier of Pity, or the Seneschal of Pain, or sometimes Good Time Gus. Well, our gargle... Garth Brooks, listen, look, look, we'll take a look around here. Is this just for an event, or is this for working out, or are you going to run away like the other people? Complaints have been lodged about the 
leavings of my people. As we are here on a diplomatic mission, it is critical we resolve what they are calling Slime Trail. Slip and falls. Let me just put this over here. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got it, I got it. I'm going to recommend our latest Hyper Grip Nano Weave sneakers here. Very popular with chefs and uh, sewage workers. They help it so that you don't slip. This meets my parameters. Great. And you are in luck today because we have a sale for a pair of these. And it'll only be $36.50 USD because the American government has its grips in space, too. A pair that will not suffice. Behold. God damn, that must be like 50 pairs of damn feet down there. Our brood must walk the stars with 60 pairs of damn feet, each more full of bile. And the sap of our bodies than the last. <clears throat> well, we kind of do one pair at a time usually. Actually, there's this BOGO deal today. The BOGO Federation rears its head. We exile those inferior beings and we'll do so again. No, 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 no. It's, it's okay. It's okay. So, the, the buy one and get one. She's B-O-G-O. It's like you can get four for the price of two. Am I right? That's mad. Are you kidding me? I told you I needed 60. Well, do they, uh... Yeah, uh, sir, or ma'am, or blob, uh, that would be all our shoes. Like, every single one of them. We're supposed to sell them to humans and stuff, too, you know? Wow, really? Come to Outpost MG5, they said. Big Beast, they said. It's a place for everyone. Now, all of a sudden, I can't even buy shoes because I'm not human. Hey, I didn't say that. My manager, Cal, did. Uh, sir, you can either buy the shoes or leave the store, okay? I'm leaving this place, but know this, Cal, manager, and Bill, trainee, you and the entire Stitches Corporation have made a powerful enemy this day. Wait. How do you know our names? Are you psychic? Are you fucking kidding? You are wearing name tags. Oh, every alien must be psychic. You're a xenoist, my friend. Look, I'm gonna go before I freak the fuck out on you. At least that's over. Now we should probably clean up this gunk before. Welcome to Skechers. Outpost MG5 will be right back. Matches are on fire, and I got a lot to say about it. Hi, my last name is Match, and people keep asking me if I'm related to Matches, the fucking invention that lights on fire. And that's kind of sensitive for me, because my whole family caught on fire by a lighter. And so, I don't know if there's any type of irony or God that exists, but I don't appreciate getting that kind of heat. And that's why I always go to Coleman's Coolers. Coleman's Coolers is the coolest thing in 1976. Ask my family about it. Wish you could, they've all caught on fire. Now we conclude with a final warning. 
that confidence is not the only thing that makes a great leader. So anyway, he took me to see the Moon Gophers play the Quasar City She-Devils, and meanwhile, I'm like, dude, I told you I like cyborg baseball, not quantum roller derby. And he couldn't remember that I worked at the sensor array, and not the Spencer's gifts in Mall Unit 23. Oof, yeah, that guy sounds like a total dud. You're not wrong. So anyway, I ditched him at the game, and I went back to my habitation unit. I gotta be the most single girl in space. How was your weekend? It was not bad. You hear what happened in sectors 2, 3, 5, 6, though? They said it'll take three weeks just to clean up the first layer of slime. Hmm, something coming in hot over there. Looks like it. Something is coming from the direction of the wormhole? But how? Nothing can survive the wormhole. Okay, I have updated readings. It looks like it's moving at 3,000 meters per second, but I can't tell what it is. The spectromizer is saying it's definitely not one of ours. Maybe it's a comet. Or an asteroid. But why would it come out of a damn wormhole? That's it. We need to get our chief scientist, Alexander, immediately. This is Sensor 7. CS Alexander, we need you urgently. Acknowledge CS Alexander en route. Anything new on the anomaly? It remains anomalous, I guess. Anomal-esque? Anomalonmaning? I heard my assistance might be needed. Dr. Alexander! Thanks, space god, you're here. This is what we're dealing with. It came from the wormhole. Hmm, I see. Highly unusual. And its current heading? Oh no. It just turned and is heading directly to the station. Well, then we don't have time to lose. Let me see these readings. Hmm. Okay, from what I can tell, this object is most definitely and without a doubt in space. Right. Anything else, Doctor? Well, I mean, that nails down some of the info, right? It's a space thing. It's it's that kind of a thing. Sure, but, I mean, we knew that already, so it's not super helpful. Oh, well, that's funny, because I got a page on my day off that some people needed help. I guess you guys don't need anything, huh? Well, <laughs> I'll be out of here. Please, we do need your help. This anomaly could be anything, and there isn't much time. Now, if we can just... Incoming message. My word! It, it's trying to contact us. It could be an undiscovered alien species. Uh, an undiscovered what? A new, previously undiscovered race of aliens. Yeah, yeah, you use that word again. Aliens? Aliens? You... you don't know what aliens are? You're the chief scientist on a space station, damn it! Sometimes you get promoted because your boss and your boss's boss and your boss's 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 boss all got dead in a reactor meltdown. There are aliens all over the station, ever since the Gremulon Empire made contact in AD 2098. Oh, w wait, you mean those blue and green looking motherfuckers? I thought that was just like a cosplay thing. W wait, so those people are like from other worlds and shit. Whoa, wow, that is 
Wild. You guys are wild. This is blowing my mind. I'm so glad I came into work today. Cosplay? We can't talk about this. We need to respond. Oh, okay. I got it. D- just don't, you don't even worry about it. Wait, you don't even know what their message said. We haven't deciphered it yet. Don't even worry. <clears throat> to the craft approaching Outpost MG5, be advised. We don't want any. We are good. Thanks. Buzz off. Okay. Ooh, there you go. Problem solved. It's probably just like galactic grifters, you know what I mean? Trying to sell us something that we don't need. That's how it is out in space. Uh, it's getting pretty close. What are they saying? I haven't cracked the translation yet, but I'm close. Try to keep them talking. Oh, oh got it. Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> go away. Oh, please, sir. Don't. I said go away, okay? Oh my God. This station oh my God. will invoke the stand your space law if necessary. No, no, no. Okay, sir, pal? Sir. Take your tchotchkes and fuck all the way off to the moon and back and then away again. Doctor, you can't talk like that. Don't swear. I, I, I've got it. I've, I've got enough of. Okay, I've got a rough translation. It says, "Your insults dishonor us aliens, accelerating to ramming speed." Oh. Warning. Oh, aliens! That's what you guys were saying. Yeah, I actually do totally know what those are. Thank you for joining us on this bold venture into a new frontier, Outpost MG5. And as always. Keep looking to the skies. Thanks so much for listening. This is Ari Wood, reminding you to keep an eye on the stars in your ears, glued to your radio. We'll be bringing you more stories from Outpost MG5 and a new season of Midnight Public Radio very soon. Be sure to follow at Midnight Gardeners on Instagram or check out ncpodcast.com for more updates. And make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Midnight Public Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Midnight Public Radio is a production of the Midnight Gardeners League with help from Next Chapter Podcasts and brought to you by a grant from the Foundation for a Dumber World. Next Chapter Podcasts.